0: One of the signs that manifests the wrath of God today against America and against the white world, period, is the upset in nature. Everything that America tries to do today, wherein once you were successful, in all of your efforts, all of your uh, endeavors were successful. Anything that Uncle Sam put his hand on turned to gold. Everyone bowed to Uncle Sam. Everyone respected Uncle Sam. But not because I say so, but for facts. Today, the shoe is on the other foot. The whole world is turning its back on Uncle Sam. The whole world is looking down on Uncle Sam. The whole world looks at Uncle Sam with contempt and with increasing hatred. Why? Because Uncle Sam is the Earth's leading hypocrite. The number one hypocrite on this Earth is Uncle Sam. He
1: sent a hate bus to meet him. This man then goes on to promise in the same interview that when he becomes president in 1972, he will put all Jews in the gas chamber. Now my friends, I know Malcolm X, he is no fascist. I am merely pointing out that if you do not have an adequate program and if you do not rely upon the progressive allies, You throw yourself open to being utilized by these people who have no interest in what we are doing. The Muslim movement basically fails to see the real problem. The problem can never be stated in terms of black and white. I am here to tell you in a showdown I will stand with Jim Peck sooner than I will stand with many Negroes I know. Democratization and socialization, the Negro cannot do alone. He can contribute greatly toward it. He can contribute vastly toward it. And any movement which begins by blocking out the active cooperation of the best minds, many of which are white as well as black, as to the nature of the new society we need to have here, The process of socialization, which we need to have here, is unrealistic and fighting a losing battle. For the Freedom Rides created a situation in which Kennedy then had to act through his brother because to fail to do so would create so much confusion that something had to be done. The problem is, how do Negroes and their friends make the institutions which exist impossible to exist? The way in which the segregation was done away in the Woolworth and other stores in the South was by people sitting and saying, either you will have no places to eat, or they will be integrated. When we did that, They were integrated. (laughs) Furthermore, I maintain that even if it were possible to bring any degree of progress now, it is going to be because as we follow this form of mass action and strategic nonviolence, we will not only put pressure on the government, but we will put pressure on other groups which ought by their nature to be allied with us. And they will have to stand up and be counted in their own interest.
0: Spokesmen for white people. White people are too intelligent for that. Well, we today are waking up to and there's no so-called Negro married to a, a white woman that can stand up and says that, say that he speaks for the black masses. Maybe he can speak for the, bourgeois, that, 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 uh, the bourgeoisie. But as Dr. Rustin pointed out, he doesn't speak for the black masses, and there are more poor black people in this country than there are rich black people. Please. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says that if you try and keep us here against our will and enforce segregation upon us, you're going to have violence throughout the country. You're going to have it whether you like it or not. And when I say Kennedy, I mean John F. Kennedy. The man who promised all the American so-called Negroes who vote what he was going to do for them when he got in office and has yet to do the first thing that he promised, but has paid off the Negro leadership so that they are silent and say nothing about the promises that he originally made to get Negroes to vote for him. Now, I would like to point out another point before we go any farther. Uh, We who are followers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad do not make a choice between integration and segregation. Segregation doesn't enter into the picture at all. We are for separation, not, not segregation. Segregation, as we're taught by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, is that which is forced upon inferiors by superiors. Separation is done voluntarily by two equals. When you find an all-white school, they don't call it a segregated school, they call it a separate school. When you find an all-negro school, they call it a segregated school because it was set up by the white man. If it was an all-black school that had been set up by the black man himself, run by the black man himself, with the curricula that they follow, uh, put in the school by the black man himself, they would call it a separate school. And it would be just as independent and on equal equal basis with the white school. People who are defenseless, who are harmless, and because of your indoctrination and brainwashing, uh, brainless, senseless, have no intellect whatsoever of their own where they can think for themselves. And it is because America has taken millions of black people from the East from their own culture, from their own civilization, and brought them here and stripped them and brought them down to an uh, to the level of an animal and then turned around and taught them that they were savages in the jungle, cannibals, eating people, when they were caught and brought here. This is supposed to justify the American white man's treatment of these people. It's like taking a horse, putting him in a cage, tying him up, and putting another horse on the outside and then tell everybody the horse that's in the cage can't run as, fast as the one on the outside. And this is what you have done to the American Negro. You have brought us here and stripped us of everything we once had. You've stripped us of our culture. You've stripped us of our language. You've stripped us of our God, our religion, our our background. You've cut off our roots, our all ties that we once had with our own kind in the East. And after stripping us of our roots and destroying us as a people, making us become dead as a people, mentally and otherwise, then you point the finger of scorn at us and tell the world that we're not ready for freedom, that we're not qualified for freedom. All praise is due to Allah. And it is for this reason that God is bringing America to her knees. It is for this reason that God is going to judge America. It is for this reason that America is doomed, and it is for this reason that we who follow the Honorable Elijah Muhammad feel that our only hope is not integration with a doomed uh, society, but complete separation from a doomed society. South Africa practices what it preaches. Russia practices what it preaches. Franco, Spain practices what it preaches. It's a dictatorship, it doesn't preach freedom. South Africa doesn't preach freedom. Russia doesn't call itself the leader of the free world. It's America that looks upon herself and represents herself as the leader of the free world while she has 20 million black people here who aren't even citizens. 20 million black people here. How can you and your government and your government leaders stand up in the United Nations and point the finger at at South Africa for practicing what it preaches? It preaches apartheid and it practices apartheid. It preaches the inferiority of the races and it practices the inferiority of the races, whereas you preach one thing and practice another thing. You say that this is the land of equality, and 20 million of your black citizens, so-called citizens, don't have equality. You say that this is the land of freedom, and 20 million black people here don't have freedom. You say that this is the land of justice, and 20 million black people here don't have justice. And the government from the Supreme Court, the Senate, and the Congress, and the President are up or down is not able in combined to bring about any change in the attitude of white america toward black america god is god he's the same god that the hebrews worshiped the same god that the christians worship and the same god that the muslims worship you call him christ they call him jehovah we call him allah just as Jehovah was absent while the Hebrews were suffering under Pharaoh didn't mean he was asleep. It meant that he had given Pharaoh uh, an opportunity to rise to a powerful position economically, politically, militarily, so that he could become so powerful that the then unknown God would make himself known by destroying that powerful nation. And if you read your Bible, I think that you will agree that this is the case. God told Pharaoh, it is for this cause that I raised you up. It is for this cause that I myself bless you and your nation to become as powerful as it is. You've, turned your, you've become so powerful, now you think you're God. And you have my people in your clutches. So I will prove that I'm God by taking the ones that you look down upon and elevating them while I destroy you. And your only way to avoid that destruction is to submit to these same people whom you in the past have been making submit to you.
1: that he has not got it. It is also that the black Muslims have put forth, as you ought to know, no concrete program except speaking on 125th Street. Now, if I put the ins against merely speaking on the street, at least that's a program. Come up with a better one.
0: If white immigrants can come to this country 50 years ago with nickels and dimes and no education, and come here and pool their little nickels and dimes and no education, into, with, and set up little stores, develop these stores into larger stores, develop this into an industry, which creates job opportunities for whites. Since Lincoln was supposed to have freed the black man a hundred years ago, and today the black man, according to the government economists, has spending power of $20 billion per year. We feel that with the black man spending $20 billion a year, not setting up any businesses, not creating any industry, not creating any job opportunities for his own kind, he's not in a moral position to point the finger today at the white man and tell the white man that he's discriminating against him for not giving him a job in factories that he, has he himself set up. If the black man has $20 billion, and these so-called Negro leaders are such geniuses that they can integrate white restaurants and integrate white factories and integrate, force themselves into that, which the white man has set up, they should use this same ingenuity to show the black people how to pool our wealth and set up something of our own. And then we won't have to force our way into his anymore. One more thing I would like to point out concerning what he said about 125th Street. We don't waste our time on 125th Street, but you can reach more people in the street who want to change, than you can in the bourgeoisie society, the bourgeoisie church, and the bourgeoisie circles. We, our program is directed toward the man in the street. So we spend our time in the street, and what we do with that man, instead of trying to change the white man, and your mind, and make, uh, make you accept us, we change the mind of the black man and make him accept himself. And as soon as he accepts himself, he'll solve his own problem, he won't be trying to force himself into your factory and into your bedroom and into your kitchen. (laughs) Eisenhower, a couple months ago, referred to the situation that the West faces as Armageddon in a speech in Chicago before some distinguished Republicans, if there are such. (laughs) And uh, he referred to this crisis that America is facing as Armageddon because of the nuclear-tipped missiles that are poised all over the earth. If this destruction is ever turned loose on America, the Negro has no uh, fallout shelters, and white people who have them, you won't even let Negroes in white neighborhoods during peacetime. How will he get in your fallout shelter during wartime? (laughs) You haven't yet desegregated New Rochelle. How are you going to let Negroes, when you're under attack, into a space that you yourself hardly have room in? Why, you're crazy if you think, we even think that you will. So we're not relying on fallout shelter. We're not relying on air raid shelter. As I said earlier, we're relying on God. When, When God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, with fire the honorable and brimstone the honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that that's only a symbolic story designed to paint a prophetic picture of what America is faced with today because of the immorality and indecency and corruption that exists in all levels of American society God has doomed America for destruction the only salvation or escape is through God and with God this is what we teach And despite the fact that we tell you that we rely 100% upon our God to protect us against the trouble that you have gotten yourself in. You didn't get us in this, It's trouble that you have gotten yourself in. If you notice, whenever I refer to America, I don't say we, I don't say I or our, I say you. This is yours, it's not me or mine, and you'll find that this thinking Is increasing among black people today. They don't say our government, our president, our Senate, our Congress, nor do they say our troubles. They say your president, your Congress, your Senate, and your troubles. We may I we uh, and we uh, we get closer to God as Dr. Rustin said by stripping ourselves.